welcome to the Fitness Fixated Podcast with me, your host, John Clark. I'm joined on the line today by Hollyoaks actor, personal trainer, and gym owner, David Tag. Hello, David. Hiya, John. You're right, mate. So, David, we've got a mutual friend, haven't we? Craig Gidley. Shout out to him for helping set this up. Craig was one of my personal training clients in Liverpool, and then when he moved up to Manchester, he started working with you, I believe. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's a top lad, Craig. I miss him. <laughs> so, David, for people who don't watch Hollyoaks or are unfamiliar with who your character is, can you just give us a little background on who you play in the show, please? Sure. So, my name on the show is uh, Silver McQueen. Um, I am Mercedes' husband. Um, I'm an ex-con who uh, was wrong, wrongfully committed to prison, um, and I've come out. Um, as meant to be like a bit of a, a bit of a hard nut. So I've I've been in I've been hitting the gym while I've been in prison. Um, I'm gonna be a, like a nice guy, misunderstood, um, and a bit of a heartthrob of the village. So it's a uh, key that I stay in good shape and that I'm pretty well built as well. Isn't that um? Isn't that what everyone wants to be like a a badass who's in shape and the heartthrob? Is that basically that's like every <laughs> yeah. lad's dream there, isn't it? I'm like living the dream basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, David, if you could tell us your story, so how you actually got into fitness in the first place and then how you moved on to becoming a PT and then after that, how you progressed from being a personal trainer to being on Hollyoaks. Yeah, so when I was about, so I finished university, so when I was about 21, 22, um, and after that, I wanted to start my own business. I always wanted to work for myself, but at the same time, um, I was always into sports, the gym. Um, especially like martial arts and stuff and I just wanted to my dream was to always to own my own gym basically um so I went off to um Premier International to get my personal training qualification and mm-hmm. um, did that for three four months and then I started the graph from there so I started doing home visits first um just slogging my way through trying to build, build a client base up and then uh I got I travel. I went to a few gyms as well around the Manchester area um, it was okay. It was it was a hard struggle because I was basically just um, working to survive at that time. And then I stumbled across uh, a lad called Stu Lindsay, who was starting his own gym. Um, and then I went to uh, have a little interview with him. And um, he took me on board. And then I was working there for maybe two or three years. So I was probably about 26, 27 at this time. And then we decided to partner up. So I bought into the business and then we both owned the gym together. Um, and in the meantime, I always had a passion for acting ever since I was a teenager. So I went to acting school in Manchester when I was about 26. So while I was personal training, I was going to my acting class. I was doing that um, two, three hours a week. Um, and then as I was still training clients and doing uh, my acting class, I finished the, the school after about three or four years. And then I went and got an agent. So luckily, because of my the personal training, the, the flexibility of the job, I was able to go to auditions and castings at the same time while I was still training. So I could move people around or if in, the, in the afternoon, I was always free anyway. Um, I did like little bits and bobs, like little adverts and commercials. And um, Were you always little, buying like, like a, a beefcakes in these adverts or was it anything? Yeah, I you... mean, like for the adverts and stuff, it could have been quite generic. But a lot of the time when I, when I actually got a part, it was always for like big lad, six foot odd. Um, looking a little bit mean or whatever 
Um, I got the like the odd modeling job as well. They they came quite frequently, and again, it was always like about physique and stuff. And then after a while, like I was just getting little bits and bobs, and I was getting a little bit bored to be honest. So I changed my agent completely. Um, I started to do a little bit more, taking myself a little bit more seriously, and I would only accept certain kind of roles. Um, and then uh, this audition came along uh, about two, just over two years ago now, um, and I got the part. Just um, at after out of like 400 lads and luckily they were looking for exactly what i was what i what i sold what i was sold as a person so i did my research on you and it said you were in emmerdale as well was that before hollyoaks or is that yeah uh, that was before yeah it was only for a couple of episodes um i played there like a bit of a, a lech at the bar just chatting up some girls uh with, a, with this other lad so that was just for a couple of episodes and then I moved on from there. So that's kind of what I was getting a bit of, just like an episode here and there in different things. And this was the first role in Hollyoaks that I got that stuck for a long time. Yeah, you've done well. I can't say that I watch Hollyoaks now, but definitely in my student days, I was a big Hollyoaks fan. I think anyone who's a student watches Hollyoaks, don't they? In a way, you're kind of like Arnold there, aren't you? Because you've been doing the personal training and then at the same time going to acting classes. So that's like Arnold in his early career. He was doing his acting classes as well as his bodybuilding stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you ever see yourself moving into movies, following the footsteps of Arnold and The Rock? I mean, that that's the dream. And like, um, Hollyoaks is an amazing show. And obviously it's, it's like widely watched and it's still very popular now. Um, and it's, it's it, But for me, like to get into movies and stuff is the dream. So it's kind of like a good stepping stone for me. If I could be like Arnie or The Rock one day, then yeah, bring it on. That's that's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, that'd be amazing. We, we just, yeah. uh, on a previous podcast, we've had uh, a client of mine. He's uh, an actor, Bobby, and he, he's done a f- few parts. I think if you, you get the right a- agent, he, he's not like parts of being muscly. He's just, just an actor, actor. Um, yeah. But obviously with your background, everything now, I'm sure it'd be easier than you think to maybe make the transition. Yeah, I think so. And as well... Um, I think people underestimate like how kind of important it is to be in shape as an actor as well, because although like your acting skills and your acting talent it plays a massive part in what roles you get, but people underestimate the way that you look can give you so can open so many more doors for you, and especially now when you've got like all the superheroes and all the action stuff yeah. and all like the, the gritty, gritty stuff like that. that's on. Yeah, every, everyone's just looking for that kind of like the, the guy with the physique and who can act at the same time. Like it just opens so much more opportunity for you. How would you ever feel if you took a role on? So say, for example, your your body's really, you know, in shape and quite big now, where they wanted you to lose a lot of size. Would you be prepared to do that? Because if you think of like Matthew McConaughey, I remember he, he yeah. lost a lot of weight for a role. Uh, I can't think of the movie now. Um, it was, but then he was, I remember reading stuff that he was finding it really hard to get his size back afterwards like yeah maybe. is that a dallas bias yeah, i think yeah, that was when he, yeah, yeah. he had aids yeah i mean i mean look what that look what that's done for his career i mean he was successful before but since then he's been like oscar nominated and golden globe nominated well i think he's won a couple of awards as well so and i know it's not just always about the physique and stuff but again if if you're just always if you're always just about how big you are how strong you are then it kind of can maybe limit you to get those those roles that let the like the the big powerful roles that that he has now yeah 100%. Um, but if somebody asks you get typecast and he's yeah. like doing like the chick flicks and i probably didn't take exactly. him seriously as an actor like when he's doing like magic mike and all that and then now exactly. you think of him as like 
credible actor, Wolf of Wall Street, Little Rolls and Mud yeah, and yeah, all these yeah. other good films he's done uh, off the back of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. You, you've got a good point. It would just be with me, not that I ever planned to do acting, um, you'd think, oh no, I've worked so hard to get my physique to this level and now yeah. <laughs> I've got to let it go. Can't you just CGI it? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and that's the thing like and i'm sure you're in the same boat as me i mean i've i'm 35 now i've been training since i was like 16 17 so for then someone to turn around and say right just get rid of it all so you're nice and skinny I'd be like what uh-huh. just undoing all that work but i mean if the role was right and the money was good then why not yeah no 100 percent. i think uh i think you you'd be the the right thing to do as an actor you've, you've got to show that you're versatile and stuff haven't you so exactly, absolutely. exactly so since you've been on Hollyoaks and become an actor how has your training stayed in check because imagine you've not got as much free time so when you're a personal trainer yeah you might not have a lot of time but you're in the gym all the time so you can fit those workouts in are you, are you finding you're getting the time to work out still well um actually it's got it's got more difficult because uh, I'm so busy all the time. I mean, not right now at the moment because, because of what's going on. But when I'm normally working, I'm like, I'm up at 6 a.m., home for 8 o'clock. But if I, I normally have gaps in between the day, if I've got like a scene, if there's a scene that's being filmed that I'm not in, then I, I'll have like an hour or two free. And just because the pure, the pure motivation of basically a million or two million people watching me on the TV screen with my shirt off, I just I have to go. So it doesn't matter how tired I am. Doesn't matter if I've not eaten properly that day or anything. I just have to get to the gym and make sure that I've done my workout for the day. It's just the pure motivation of being on screen that drives me to do that. And it was so much easier before, like you say, because I worked in the gym. I could just nip away and just do it for a quick half hour, forty five minutes. But now it's a necessity more than anything, and I, I don't miss it. And with Hollyoaks, obviously, me being in Liverpool, I know it's filmed in Lime Pictures. And then I know the other part's filmed in Cheshire. If you're living up in Manchester, how easy is it for you to get to the gym? Have you had to move gyms and join ones in different locations? Or how are you coping with that? Yeah, yeah. That, that was When I got the job, that was one of the first things I did. Because I still live in Manchester now. Um, and I, I'm a member of a gym here. But I, I joined an exercise for less um, in Liverpool, which is like, it's about five minutes down the road. Cheap and cheerful, £15 a month. Um, so I go there, just lift a few weights and go back to the studio. Cause is that's, that the that's... one in Bellevale or Hunts Cross? Uh, in Bellevale, yeah. Okay. I mean, I can, jo- I can go to any of them, but that's the closest one to the studio, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're okay, gyms. I used to uh, used to go to them myself a couple of years back. You say yeah. you can't moan for the price, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, and do the Hollyoaks people, do they help you with the training at all? Like, do they have like a, a, a person that they set you up with to help? And not that you'd need it, but just wondering if they offer that for their actors. Unfortunately not. I mean, that was that's one thing that I'd, I'd like to kind of um, push a little bit more because it's not just, I mean, my character specifically, because they want mine to be like big and muscly, but a lot of the lads are under a lot of pressure to have that good physique or at least be quite athletic looking. And unfortunately, they don't provide anything like that. Um, even the food in there isn't particularly good either. It's all, it's all quite brown food. So it's something that I'm, when I get back after this, it's something I'm going to bring up to the, um, the bosses because I think it's something that really needs to be touched on for the girls and the boys because it's difficult. Um, uh, yeah, because if, if they, they require us to look a certain way and we don't, that could be us losing our job. 
So you think that they would help us a little bit more, but there's really it's, nothing is done. It's, it's all on our own backs, really, which is kind of good because it, it motivates us. But at the same time, I would like a little bit of help sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, and I'm, I'm sure they would be open to something like that. I mean, I'm sure gyms and stuff probably would maybe give you guys some sort of deal uh, as well because Hollyoaks has got such a huge profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so before you um, got into Hollyoaks, um, were you watching it yourself? Did, was there like people in Hollyoaks that you looked up to or is there like a particular actor that you, you look up to that you've always aspired to want to be like? Unfortunately, I didn't. I, I, same as you, like back in my uni days, I used to watch it a little bit. So there's a few characters in the show now that were in it back in the day. Um, so like I, I remember when I, got, when I got the part and they said, Right, you're going to be um, Mercedes' new husband, and that that made me quite nervous because I obviously she'd been around for years and you'd known her from all the magazines and stuff. And then when I met her on set, like that was probably one of the, the most nerve-wracking times that um, I've had as an actor. Um, so yeah, kind of look up to her, and I've learned so much from her. She's very talented. And then and as like an actor generally, um, I really like like Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Tom Hardy. I think their careers have been. Uh, something to, to look towards, definitely. So I'd like to kind of, yeah. if I could, follow their footsteps would be the dream. They're two good actors, and actually it's interesting you pick those because they've both done parts where their physique have been like the main point of it. So you've got South yeah. Paul with Jake Gyllenhaal, and then obviously yeah, Tom Hardy, film. he's done like, um, what's it called, um, Bane, Batman, where he had to put a lot of size on, and he's done The Warrior yeah. and all stuff yeah. like that. So he's had a few different um, roles where the physique's, been like the, the main focus yeah definitely and i think that's why maybe i kind of like have a bit of an affinity with those two because i feel like those roles that they played i could do that as well at some point so that's um what i keep looking i, lo I love all the films that they do so that's what i'd love to do in the future hopefully yeah i've said it before i i, I like them i've always liked uh, christian bale as an actor and mm. he, again he's similar because he, he's not afraid to change his physique obviously he's done the machinist and done batman and American Psycho and all that so I always yeah. think it shows like an actor is much more credible than the, the willing to commit to Absolutely. the role and... yeah he's transformed so much Christian Bale I think him more than any other mainstream actor that, that I can think of And but like you say it shows commitment and dedication doesn't it so living yeah. for their art kind of thing yeah and I think a lot of the time he's not even been asked to do that he just decides to do it puts it on himself yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he said he ate uh, an apple and a tuna fish, one apple and one can of tuna fish a day. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the for the machinist to lose all that weight. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that his his wife was like waking him up when he was asleep because she was worried that he was he died. Like, yeah, crazy. But he <laughs> and then with Batman, I think he said he was having like six chickens a day. So yeah, because he went yeah. straight from the machinist to Batman. I think so. We had to put on like thirty kilos in like two or three months, which is just madness. And you know yourself, probably. I don't know if you you've done a show. Um, like when you've been restricted dieting, and then you eat like straight away, your body goes right. Let's store this yeah. back because we don't know when we're going to get this again. So was the yeah, half I, I, I've done that, mate. Yeah, yeah, I've done it when I've done a photo shoot and then gone uh, straight to. Uh, Krispy Kreme and a Red Hot Buffet afterwards. Nice. Passed out in my car, or just I just passed out for about forty five minutes in my car and couldn't wake up. Carb comas. <laughs> I was yeah, I was woken up by my mate knocking on my my car window. Have you actually competed and done any fitness shows, or have you any plans to in the future? 
Um, I've I've always wanted to. I was gonna. I was meant to do one just before I got the job. Actually, I was training really hard for one, and then I uh, slipped a disc in my lower back, um, oh. and it pretty like prolapsed on my L five. So. I wasn't even able to stand up properly, so never mind lift weight. So I, I had to stop that. And then as soon I was going to start up again, and then I got this part, so I just didn't have the time anymore. But, I mean, I, I got, I've got in pretty good shape. I've done, like, a couple of photo shoots. Like, I've done a, a front cover for um, this magazine in Australia and stuff. So I've had to get into that condition anyway, but never done a show as such. But maybe in the future, we'll see. To be honest with you, you don't need to because you've you've already reached those like achievements. Like I think when a lot of people do shows in the back of their mind, it's then to maybe lead on to getting photo shoot work or cover yeah. model jobs and stuff like that. So if you you're getting it without, you, you don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Have you um, done? Have you done um, a show? Yeah, I, I I've competed a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've never actually took first place or anything. But like to think that I've got a couple more left in me. Um, yeah. Not this year, obviously, but maybe, maybe next year um, when this whole COVID nineteen stuff is uh, going on. Yeah. How how has that affected yeah. uh, the acting and training with this COVID nineteen right now? Uh, really badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, we basically just had to stop filming. Um, we're, we're we're in constant contact with the bosses and stuff, but I think it's not going to be till June where we're we're allowed back filming. But it's going to be the um, the social distancing that might be a problem. So any like intimate scenes or confrontational scenes, they're going to have to kind of do some kind of camera trickery at least for two or three months because we're not allowed to be too close to each other. So yeah. they're going to have to do a lot of rewriting and rejigging and stuff like that. It'd be weird as well because I imagine when you shoot, you you've shot like months and months ahead. So yeah, when maybe COVID nineteen's over, then you'll be doing the social distancing stuff. If that makes sense, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be bizarre. But I mean, hopefully it won't be forever, and hopefully it'll only be for a, a few months at least. But I mean, even so, it's going to be a little bit eggy. But we'll see how we get on. And how are you managing yeah. to keep your physique in check while we're on lockdown? Uh, so I've definitely put on. A couple of pounds, especially when it first happened. Um, but I've, I've kind of picked up again now. I've, I've, managed, I've bought a pull-up station from uh, Amazon. <clears throat> so it's got pull-ups and dips on that. So I'm doing like um, a little upper body circuit with that. And then I've got a couple of the Bowflex, the adjustable dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, they're handy um, though. So, yeah, so I've just got them in the garden. So my, my workouts aren't as intense if I was in the gym, but I seem to have just kept it in check for now and then. As soon as I know when we're going to go back filming, I'll just ramp up the diet in and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, right now, all anyone can really hope for is maintenance, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. As long as I don't don't get too fat, then I'm happy. It's uh, hard because it, it feels so like fun. Christmas for me at the moment. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where you you've lost track of days. You don't know kind of what day it is. Every day is kind of feels like a Saturday. You don't have as much work going on and yeah. there's nothing really to look forward to so you're like kind of treating yourself with extra biscuits and chocolate exactly yeah. exactly man I've, I've been doing that now for about four or five weeks because because um, my girlfriend was saying like, oh you need to stop because you, you like you we need to you might be going back filming and stuff and i'm like but yeah i've been on a diet for basically two just over two years this is like <laughs> heaven for me right now so i'm just gonna go for it for a bit yeah hopefully they'll give yeah. us like a, a four week warning before uh before they call yeah. off to give you a chance to, exactly. to cut so uh, 
like I always ask these um, same kind of questions everyone having this show just because something I, I find uh, interesting to know and then um, and some of the answers I hope other people be interested in but they're just really simple ones so do you have like a, a favourite song that you like to work out to or get you really fired up for the gym? Uh, I like a song called Who That Boy by Tyler the Creator that's like um, one of my workout uh, playlists and that's like top top of that one do you know, do you know it? No. <laughs> is it like grime or something? It's uh, hip hop. Oh, uh, I like hip hop. It's pretty hard. 90s hip hop. Like, you know, you're, oh, right, cool. you're Biggie and Dre and all that kind of stuff. Not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all that stuff too. Is it like mumble rap now, isn't it? Where you you can't really understand what they say that much. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. Big on that. <laughs> I have Kendrick yeah. and Joe Cole, and that's about it. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar's all over my playlist as well. Yeah, I love all his stuff. So he's in like a lot of my workout playlists. Yeah, uh, and um, do you have a favourite movie? I know you're an actor. Um, movie surely big. Is it a Tom Hardy or Jake Gyllenhaal one? Can I guess? Yeah, uh, well, Southpaw's up there. That's one of my favourites. Um, oh, there's so many. I, I watched uh, I watched one called Arrival the other day, which is um, that's that's neither of those two actors, but it's a great film. Yeah, it's about seen it. Yeah, down to earth. Yeah, I love that. Um, trying to think what else there's so many i like all the um all the like the marvel stuff are pretty pretty cool uh guardians of the galaxy is one of my favorites um deadpool love that film <laughs> yeah i think the, um, the comedy marvel ones are a little bit better than the um yeah where, i agree yeah i like more like the dark knight and the more serious uh ones because the others are a bit too kiddie and just about yeah, stuff dark in the franchise knight. yeah mate dark knight was one of my favorite films ever made actually i love that film and do you have, we've talked a little bit, like, I know that you're trying to eat healthy, but do you have a, a favourite food, maybe a, a cheat meal or anything like that? Like, a, what's your favourite? If like, uh, What would be your death row meal? My death row meal, that's a good one. Uh, I do love a good sloppy lasagna with lots of cheese and lots of uh, white bechamel sauce in it. Um, I think that with, with like, a, a good garlic bread would be um, a good death meal. Uh, absolutely, me. mate. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that's past few birthdays when you know my missus says to me you know what do you want for your birthday meal i've picked lasagna because it's rare you know week in week out i ever have it but um yeah definitely a nice lasagna yeah and if i've got room then a good cheesecake afterwards as well good uh vanilla cheesecake yeah definitely man you're talking my language there that's uh, (laughs) there's some good choices um so obviously people listening and might be interested in getting into acting and doing stuff like that. Uh, what like advice could you give to them that they could pass on? Um, it's a good question. So I get I get asked this a lot actually, and um, I think the main thing with acting is you've got to be prepared to be said no to quite a lot. If if you've got thick skin, then you that's like the first step taken already. And then you just got to just be, just persevere. As long as you, you know that you're getting good coaching, like I'd always recommend a good acting school, one that's been recommended, one that might be even be like a, a red brick acting school. Get to one of them, get yourself a very good agent, the one that will work for you and just persevere, just keep going. But then also at the same time, because acting is one of those jobs where it's, it's hard to rely on unless you've got something like I have, which is a, a regular role on something which are hard to come by. I would always say try and have another job which can earn you some money at the same time because yeah. otherwise you're just, you're just going to struggle. 
So which is why which is which I think personal training is like the perfect job because it's good money. It can be good money, and it's very flexible. So you can get to your auditions, you can get to your castings, and then when the right role comes for you, um, then you'll be ready for it. It's a good point. Um, I think what you're saying there is actually true for for real life. Um, anyway, like obviously, if you get told no the first time just keep persisting it's like anything isn't it you know fall down a yeah. hundred times get up 101 and exactly. i don't know what it was like for you when i when i first started personal training it's kind of similar to what you're saying with the acting i didn't have many clients to begin with so i had to have another job while you build up those clients uh, and so yeah. it's kind of similar with acting like until you've got the full um you can go full-time the acting have have a part-time yeah. job to keep you ticking over yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, like the same when I started personal training, I think I, I had one client and I had to still pay my monthly rent and everything like that. I was in debt for a while. Um, but but like, you, I mean, I, we're probably from like a similar cloth. Like we, we just persevere and just keep going. And, and you know that if you're doing it for all the right reasons as well, like if you're not like with personal training or with acting, if you're not just doing it for the fame or you're not just doing it for the money, you're doing personal training because you want to make people look better. You want to make them feel better. And in turn, the money will come with that. And it's the same with acting. It's a, it's an art form, is what it, like with music or anything like that. You you want to express how you perform perform as an artist. And then if you're good at that, if you believe in that, and then again, the money will come as a result of that. It's like a secondary thing. Yeah. So again, if you just be patient and you just persevere and just believe in yourself, and then eventually things will good things will happen. Hopefully, it's interesting how you you know you compare yourself and thinking of yourself as an artist because a lot of people think that with the physique as well because you heard Arnie talk about it it's like building a sculpture um and yeah. like it is like artwork to some people you obviously it's a lot harder to do because you can't just lob some clay somewhere you have to do more yeah. side deltoids or and things like that but yeah, it's, it's still a similar kind of process yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah I, I mean and that's why I really, I really dislike it when people insult uh, bodybuilders or say, oh my God, that look at that, it's disgusting. Like what they have achieved is like you say, it's like sculpting the body and it's so difficult. Like people underestimate how much work, it's a, it's a lifelong job basically, bodybuilding. I mean, do you know a guy called Sasan Hirati? Um, uh, Iranian no. bodybuilder. Well, I, I, funny enough, again, I think Craig put me onto him um, recently, but I, I hadn't heard of him until about two weeks ago oh really yeah. okay cool yeah um yeah he's a great guy he's like pro bodybuilder um but yeah he, i think he'd be up for doing something like this if you wanted to yeah definitely um, chat to him yeah yeah i've not I had a pro bodybuilder on yet so that would be uh, like a couple of fitness models but yeah it'd be interesting to have a pro bodybuilder's perspective yeah. and i've got tons of time and respect for them i'm exactly like you you know people will say oh, I could look like that if I took steroids or, you know, yeah, that's exactly. that hideous to me. I'm like, you could go and take steroids and then and then look like that. I don't think you could. You haven't got the <laughs> commitment to even go to the gym in the first place. And exactly, they, exactly. They just don't understand. And same with, like, other sports. I, like, they get an off-season, uh, but bodybuilders to an extent, they don't really get an off-season because they've got to mm -hmm. still keep training no matter what. They might get to relax the diet a little bit, but they don't get this full off-season, like, most of the sports do um yeah. it, it's like something you have to practice every day in a way yeah exactly it's hardcore the whole thing what about for the the gym as well so at the same time i always like to get people to come on do you have any good 
being a PT, you've probably got loads, but like simple tips that you can pass on to people who are listening and that you found maybe helped with your client stuff you've told them. Just simple things so people can always go and apply this now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So when I was a PT, um, obviously, uh, as I when I was there, I learned a lot along the way. So, and I found that the most uh, like useful things that help people get into the shape that they wanted was uh, try and balance, try and balance everything. So a lot of the time people will go in like head first thinking they've got to cut everything out, like all your carbs, all your sugar, everything like you, you can't do it. Like nobody can mentally do that for a long amount of time before they'll relapse and they'll end up either becoming fatter and it's just not maintainable so i would just say keep everything balanced if you're going to have a biscuit have one biscuit instead of 10 um and then and then have your healthy food along the side with that so always uh try and just try and work out four or five times a week and just keep doing that every week it's not going to happen you're not going to get the physique on its own it's not going to just happen by uh sitting there eating healthy um and just be patient as well I think, uh, so the three things I used to tell people, balance your life out properly, uh, be consistent and be patient. That's they're like the three golden rules, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd agree with them because I say to people all the time, they come in, they do two weeks in the gym and they're thinking, why don't I look like Arnie yet? And I'm like, it's not going to take <laughs> yeah. two weeks. you, you got to literally wait to see what you look like in a year and then you're right the same they get really restrictive with the diet to begin with and you're just going to crash and burn you might be able to do it for a day or maybe a week but then after that it's going to get really hard that if you've got nothing to look forward to so i always try and say 80 20 so i've 80 percent yeah perfect good foods and then you know 20 percent little bit of treats here and there yeah so Yeah. yeah i definitely agree with them yeah, how yeah. did you? Uh, how did your clients take it when you said you were leaving uh, the personal training to go and do the acting? Were they supportive, or or do you, did you keep any going at all now, or what? Um, yeah, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a mixed bag, really. Like um, some obviously they were all very happy for me because I was really good friends with all my clients anyway. Um, I tried to train them after I'd got the job, so uh, I'd have a few clients that come in the morning. I had a few home training sessions. I only kept on about four or five, um, but it just to, it got to the point where I was so busy filming, I couldn't commit to them anymore. And um, the, the filming schedule, it was so erratic that I couldn't say, right, yeah, I'll see you at 10, because I might have got a phone call the, the night before saying, we need you in at nine. So mm-hmm. I was letting people down, and it, it just wasn't professional. So I just said to them, right, listen, I need to like, knock this on the head now, otherwise um, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm just going to stunt your whole fitness journey so I put them on luckily the gym that I was at obviously I owned it with my one of my best mates um so I, I gave them to him and he passed them on to other trainers that I thought were good so they're still happy I still speak to them quite a bit now I've got a few few good mates still so um yeah they're all happy now yeah. I think at first they were a bit a bit shocked but it's all good it's good to hear. it must be a bit strange them as well when they, they see you on tv but I know yeah. that guy yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, but obviously we've talked a little bit about you ideally you'd like to move into the movies in the future and and we've said how being on Hollyoaks it's kind of regular work but not many people on that show 
they last for years and years. Maybe like Tony, if he's still on it, like he seems to be yeah, for is, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if they did ever kill you off, would you go back to PT or is that done with now and it's just purely acting? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question, mate. Like, because I've, I've considered, like, because Hollyoaks is, is quite precarious. Like, people die on the show all the time. Um, so I, I always think in the back of my head, what could I do just in case that does happen? Um, obviously, I'd still um, try and push for the acting, push for the, for the film roles, because I believe that I can get them, but they are far and few between. So I think ideally what I would do is I would maybe start, start up my own gym separately and then carry on with the acting at the same time. But also because I've got kind of a little... A kind of a high profile behind me in terms of Instagram and stuff like that. I want to set up like my own kind of like gym, uh, gym wear brand or maybe some underwear brand stuff like that. Because might as well take advantage of it while I'm in this position at the moment. Hundred percent, mate. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the opportunity is there. Um, I just have to make a decision really now. How do you find that? I've talked briefly um, to a few other people on the show about this with social media. Do you get a lot of negativity or is it all love that you're getting? Uh, surprisingly, I don't get touch wood. I get no, no negativity whatsoever. And I think it's just because on my, because my Instagram following is, is growing quickly and I've got quite a lot of followers now. I think, I think 175 what, or something. When I, yeah, when yeah, that's time. right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I've only been on the show for a couple of years. So it, it creeps up nicely, um, but I think with um, with the with the stuff that I put out there, I don't put too much stuff about my my private personal life. I put a little bit, a couple of pictures of my girlfriend or a couple of pictures of my nephews and stuff. But other than that, I try and keep it quite private. And then I take the piss on myself a little bit. So I think people can relate to that. And I'm I'm not all about like posing and stuff like that. So I think because I think if you put yourself out there for people to uh, for people to comment or take the piss then they are going to take the piss or they're going to give you bad comments and things so i try to keep it modest i try to keep it private so luckily yeah all love that's really refreshing and good to hear because a lot of people they say oh i want i want to get i would get rid of my instagram if i could um you know you, you get trolled by people with fake accounts like uh like one of the lads we had on previous podcasts he, he's a professional boxer so like he, he was talking about it but obviously you're going to get it from the opposition's fans and stuff maybe not so yeah. much if you're an actor but then i know some people do hate on actors and people like the kardashians and stuff they pick up a lot of stick don't they so it's, it's interesting yeah. to know uh how you get it because it's like a, a big issue right now for mental health of people isn't it social media it is yeah massively mate. yeah it is and and again, I think it's just be, like the way people like portray themselves on social media. Like, I don't know, like, because a lot of the the reality people they get a, like a lot of stick. But when you see them on TV, it's edited for entertainment, so they look like knobheads when they're editing them. So they're they're gonna get it. And there's the people who troll are stupid ultimately, but it still affects them. Yeah, I can't um, stand it. I think what like there might be people I, I don't like or particularly want to in a show, but when would you ever go out your way? Exactly. To actually make an account to give them abuse, it's just like just turn the channel over or don't follow that yeah. page. It's just stupid, isn't it? It's obviously yeah. obviously they're hating themselves and projecting it onto other people. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They, they call someone ugly, and I bet they're like people like they're falling down a tree and on the face or something. Yeah, else, hit but... every branch on the ugly tree on the way down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. That's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But no, it's like I say, very refreshing to hear that you that you're getting lots of love and vibe. I find that with Instagram, though, to be honest, like you get a lot more support from strangers. Like if I put a post on Instagram, I'll, I'll get easily at least a hundred likes. Put it on Facebook, where it's mainly your friends, you get about three likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, it, it's it is good, and I think as well. Um, luckily, because of um, I think another thing that helps with me is that my character is very lovable. Like he's a gentle giant. He looks after his family. He looks after his wife. He protects people. He's strong. Blah de blah. So I think, like in in a sense, audiences can be a bit fickle. So as soon as you're a good character, they'll love you. As soon as you're a homophobic or racist or something, then they'll hate on you straight away. Yeah, so yeah. people I think that, can't, that can play a part as well. Yeah, they can't do it. separate the, car- the character in real life and the uh, and exactly. The, yeah, they get totally confused and like um, yeah. I can't think of the guy's name. He's in Coronation Street. Is it Les or something like that? Um, he's like he's struggling financially now. So I'm on a program, but he was talking about everyone just calls him Les now. No one calls him by his actual real name anymore. When he's out, <laughs> just like Les. That's uh, oh, that's cause it's been his character's name for years. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Would you ever talking about then about like the reality TV and that was edited? Would you ever go on something like that in the future? Like, um, say if the acting work dried up, would would you consider doing shows like you know Love Island and these kind of Big Brother that kind of stuff? Um, I think with um, reality, it's a it's. It's a tricky one, really, because the money potentially can be very good and it can lead on to good stuff as well. Um, but I think it's, you got, if you're thinking about, if you want to be an actor and you want to be a serious actor, then there's certain ones that you've got, got to avoid. So right now, for me, I think The Jungle and um, Strictly Come Dancing, I think those two can be like quite beneficial for you. But I think like Big Brother or anything like that, could be a little bit detrimental, but if worse came to worse, and I just and I needed some money, then why not see what happens? I don't know. Yeah, um, I, but I, I was I was offered um, celebs go dating last year. Oh yeah, um, but I didn't take that one because I mean, one I was seeing someone at the time, but then also uh, I think that can be quite detrimental to your acting as well. They they can portray you as being a bit stupid on that. Well, it's it's a funny yeah. show, but I wouldn't go on it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, and the, obviously most of the people who win, I'm a celebrity, it does kind of like give their career a, a boost, even if they've been like fading from the public eye a little bit. So yeah, yeah. it's not a bad one to do. It just uh, wouldn't want people putting spiders on my face and stuff like that. I don't know if you could, uh, yeah. if you could yeah. hack that, but I don't fancy some of the tasks. Anything to do with yeah, exactly. eating the bugs and all that? No, not for me. But while we're on the subject of social media there, do you want to tell everyone um, all your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook plugins just so they can give you a follow or message you and stuff like that or if they want to just check your page out? Absolutely. Um, so my Instagram is David Tag Official. Um, my Twitter is David Tag Actor. And that's... Oh, I'm on TikTok as well, but I can't... I've never used it, so I can't remember what I'm called on it. But <laughs> those two are my main ones. So yeah, they're my little plugins for them. No, yeah, I would. I've like obviously following you now, and your Instagram's cool. Lots of good pictures on there. I've seen you doing um, boxing quite a lot. Is that something that you you've done in the past? I know you said earlier on you're into martial arts, but um, did you have like a boxing background as well? Yeah, um, I did 
Uh, I've done all, like, all the martial arts you can think of. I've like dabbled in all of them. Um, I started Thai boxing when I was about 15, 16. And then when I started personal training, the first lad that I worked with, he was really into his boxing. So um, I taught uh, with him. He, he taught me how to use the pads, taught me a few little moves, and I've done it ever since then. So I've been boxing for about 10, 12 years now, and I love it. It's like my favourite sport to participate in, basically. Yeah, definitely. It's grown on me recently and I'd say in the past like four or five years I've I've got into it and I enjoy doing it for fitness. Not so keen on doing it with the clients because the big guys just try and hit those pads as hard as they can. It can wreck your shoulders and your wrists. But yeah, um, it does, yeah. Um but yeah, it's definitely um more fun way to do cardio. Yeah, definitely. That's that's why I do because I don't do any kind of any form of cardio whatsoever apart from that. So I love it. This feels different to just doing a weight session. All right. Um, well, David, I'd just like to thank you for coming on the show. Um, been really interesting everything you've had to say. So hopefully everyone will go and check you out and give you a follow. Nice one, John. Thank you for that, mate. All right. Cheers. And guys, can I quickly just add, if you're enjoying the podcast, and I hope you are, can you please rate us five stars and leave us a lovely review that would be much appreciated and don't forget you can find us on instagram we are at fitness fixated podcast and that's the same on facebook